Rebuilding Your Life, Moving from Disaster to Prosperity with Susan Shereko, where we help you transform your life by changing what you're telling yourself. Whatever your circumstances, you can experience health, financial security, and a sense of well-being once again. And now, here's your host, Susan Shereko. Well, greetings and salutations to all of you on the line and to all of those who are listening later. I so enjoy giving authors a voice to reach out to their audience and their readers. So today, I'm pleased to welcome Zaire Justice Abramalek to our call today. He's the author of the book, The Chosen Journey of Life, The Heart to Know, Search, and Seek Out Wisdom. Justice is described on Amazon as an author who helps others help themselves. He lives by universal laws that create values for the esteem of others. And the book helps others achieve self-fulfillment and fills their need for a sense of direction. Welcome, Zaire Justice. Hello. Um, (laughs) I am great to be here. Delighted. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad to have you. Yeah. Yeah. In my lifetime. Yeah. Go ahead. Well, I was just going to say you've you've been a businessman, an entrepreneur. You're you did a lot of work as a data analyst, but but you have another whole side that led you to journal and write your book, The Chosen Journey of Life. What what were you going through that led to your own journey of writing? Okay. Well, I found that although family is very important to me. I felt it important to choose to grow toward my greater purpose in life. Not to the one I had inherited from my family and community. The issues of life dwell in the heart known by experience, which is the title of my book. I began an inner journey observing and researching habits of the mind and body for what is good or bad for us. So in the process, I became an herbalist fasting off and living off the fruits and vegetables that I grown and uh, purchased from um, good suppliers. In this process, I felt a change in my body, and that allowed me to value life, starting with the outdoors. Because in nature, you see things that you have not seen before when you pay attention to the movement of, of the nature, the rising and the falling of the sun in the rain. So it was time, as I continued this process, it was time to search out the things that took place in the world from ancient times. And so even books of truth, if nature has been the same from all these from all these years and many years prior to this, the sun rising and falling so many times, then there had to be a process of life in which we ought to live by. So I searched out ancient things, books of truth, even the word of Yah, which is an eternal covenant of government for life and peace. It was a time to gain knowledge of self for mastery without having distractions for a way of life that is free of radical particles. My desire was nothing more but to be clean from all issues of life presented that was not uplifting. There's many things you're going to get into in life that will come into your presence that does not um, give you the values that you need to become successful. So there are situations 
that will come, they will block you, which they did with me. And those things that were of attachment, I had to let go because of the emotional ties. Anytime we are emotional with our issues, um, there's things that affect our work. And when it affects our work, we do not honestly do the right thing because of these emotions. So I soon realized that it became important to be like with my like-minded people who thrive on clean energy. That's how you treat people. And without a free radical, without a radical nature, sharing a synergy of peace with me. So those type of people, when your energy is good, you don't have to do anything, but just be yourself and be free around people that just love life. That is peace. So my work in business evolved in ways to become free to create my own money. The next thing that matches the intentions behind my thoughts. Well, as an author, what do you hope to achieve now? Well, I seek to share universal truths, the value of freedom from attachments and inherited beliefs so people can return to universal truth and find their chosen journey. I also hope to inspire others to make this choice to begin the journey and carry this energy. Well, what kind of people do you think this will reach? Who who, who do you see becoming a, a a reader of yours? Well, those who seek what they choose, finding their higher level, their purpose in life, which is a higher level of family, which is meant to create together. There are so many people who choose not to do this, but they are suffering because of emotional ties to those they've grown up with. They can't keep a house together. They find it hard to find love. There are more single-parent families more than ever today. So these are situations we have to choose the gambit of. Well, this has all come together in the chosen journey of life as a philosophy that you sum up in five keywords, identity, freedom, principles, universal truths, and vitality. Can, can you go through them one by one with me? Sure. Now, identity, we obtain self-mastery, a spiritual discipline for life. Well, I'm, I'm interpreting that, that we, we come into this world and right away people start telling us how we should behave. Our parents set rules for us. Our neighbors define how the neighborhood should run. And the media is telling us what's going on in the news. And our church is telling us what our, our moral values should be. And then we take that all in and begin to live their way. But one of your suggestions is that we take a deep look at those roles and the thought hab- habits that they give to us to see if they're, they make up a foundation that makes us happy and self-fulfilled or if they limit us. Now, I'd like to know how what you think of that or what you suggest we do if if we find they are limiting us. Well, I think that it goes back to the way of a child, how we were raised. If you give a child no options, but yet you tell a child everything to do, then the child has no options, so then he's or she 
is in a position where they're making decisions for and never able to be themselves. Not being yourself is not happy because you got to suit someone else's cause. And how long will that last in life? And so these emotional ties are, you know, holding us back from being ourselves. So if we behave this way, what value do we produce to be a better people? Go ahead. Okay. So, you know, if we if we go back to as a child when we were born and see where we're given choices, you know, choices allow you to make a decision based on what you value. If you take away the values, what do we have to feel good about? How shall we behave if we have no values? Values are something that we produce because of happiness. These are things that make us feel good for not just peace, but also for joy, for happiness, to do things in the creator way of living life. Your is motivation behind why you do what you do. So these habits are for success. And so to keep that, we have rules. However, you know, when we have understanding of who we are, we have options to choose. Does Without that choices, take us well, does that take us yes. to your second keyword, freedom? Yeah, because if you have choices, you have freedom. So freedom's important. It's huge. You know, in freedom, we discover what does not resonate with our inner being, our higher self. And when we eliminate attachments that block us from our passion, these things, they help us to overcome what we've been longing for. Now, introspection is important to look at why we're not happy. Make peace and close it out. These are the things that we have to do with relationships that did not go as we planned for it. We still make peace, and we make sure we do that even when we um, say farewell. But when you are clear on this, you have clarity, and you can sense what's in other people, and your intuition increases. So... A lot of times about life, having freedom, you have to be able to uh, see where you're going. And so options help you to choose your path and then see what's around you in your path. It's like your light. And as you can look more into your direction of where you're going, then you can say, hey, I'm happy here. I have peace here. This is what I choose. And this is the things that I need to close out because this is not the happiness of being free when I'm held back by others. How do you evaluate how do you evaluate that you're making the right choices? Does that involve the principles you mentioned as the third item? Of course. Um without principles we went back to rules, having rules when we were talking about identity. So, you know, without rules we don't know the rules of the game. How do we play the rules of the game? You know, um, the rules are like in nature, there's rules. We can see them. It's just that um, we may not uh, study nature to see what they are. So with rules, knowing the rules of the game, you know how to conduct yourself. You know how to conduct business. You know how to conduct any other activity. You know, this is like a moral code that keeps uh, the focus of dedication and not to be distracted from your purpose. So we're able to maintain our emotional composure 
when we do the things that we love because not being able to contain your emotionals, your emotions uh, allows you to um, destroy what you create. So everything we create, whether it goes from relationships or whether it does from an ideal to a concept to manifesting that ideal or to just, you know, work on projects with people. So we don't want our emotions get the best of us where we um, are undesirable to work with or to create with because it hinders our work. It hinders our growth, our development, which stems back to our identity. So principles help us to move in a in a in a more divine way where you can get higher in life and create more. Um, it's a moral code for doing the right thing. Well, that sounds like we're starting to look toward the next element, which is universal truths and our roles as creators. Yes. Um, a lot of times we live as people without um, a vision. And we say that because creators have vision. And so if you have a vision, you have to have a foundation for that vision for which it stands. And so as you're standing up on this foundation and say, hey, I can take from this, I can take from that, I can glean different things that, you know, you've come into contact with. And so from these universal truths, like the sun rising and falling, like the ocean waves, and they're rising and falling. So they're happening at different times. You know, different times, that uh, whether the sun or moon are in a different position, those things take place. So with these universal truths, uh, we have to look at how we're made. You know, it starts with us. Our bodies is why we are here. We have to understand not just our mind, but also our body. How does it function? So our bodies are made from heavenly and earthly matter. Now, we discover who we are as a creator in nature. Nature is our playground. When you get back to nature, that's the art of creation. There is a youth in creativity. You look at little children, they love to draw, they love to color, they love to do a lot of good things. They're creative. Their imaginations are, that's what you need to have when you create an imagination. So if you're not creating, then you're in stagnation, which suffers from the disease of aging to death. So we don't want to be in a position where we don't look at being happy to create something new based from values that we have. So in nature, we see that it's abundant in life. Then as creators, we ought to create life for those who are in harmony with nature and share the happiness and inner peace with all walks of life. We are the guardians of nature. It was made for us. And so this whole earth is ours according to how we handle it. And so this earth was given to us to be able to create from it. And that's why we have a foundation of universal truths in the earth. Well, it seems to me like this, this path of self-fulfillment and inner happiness, it's really important to focus on who are you, your own identity and your own self-love. Um, do, how, do, how do we... How do we how do we know who we are or where we came from or any of those do we have any hints in nature that tell us? Yeah. So as we're made from heavenly and earthly matter, we're looking at what is taking place. Not just in the heavens but on earth. So in earth, um, just like plants, you know, they have stem cell research, but we have these uh markers, you know, and they mark our DNA. 
So these um, markers are giving us our, our identity for uh, which uh, haplogroup we are from. So your inheritance stems from your DNA. And so when you start to look at that, um, you know, there's different things that take place in a man's body versus a woman's body. So um, when the inheritance of a son, for example, my son, uh, he inherited um, my ability of being able to program, think logically, and use sound decisions. So for his um, learning curve was exponentially greater because of the things I did before he was born. So your DNA, it you know, when when a man and woman comes together, um, that is like um, creating values on earth. So as a creators, we are in the image to create values, and that's what we do when we are uh, procreating together, man and woman, with a child. And so we want to always look at our work and be honest with ourselves, should we create we're not ready to create. Let's get in the state before we um, devastate the earth or cause problems on earth. And that's what happens um, when we don't consider our identity. Where do we come from? Why do we do the things we do? Look at the work. The work is so important. To be true to your work, if you look at the universal truths uh, that are in nature, and we're looking at what is the inspiration for mankind to do what is right in life. So that you know, moral code. Yeah. yeah, it goes back it, to those it's principles. Interesting. Yeah, it's interesting because I I happen to be, um, I have done a little genealogy in my time and done DNA tests and things like that. And I also did a genogram several years ago, which is a like a graph of all the different generations. And I was able to see very clear tendencies that transmit from one generation to the next. Like ministers run in families for generations. Lawyers run in in families for generations. I found that fascinating. For you to tell me that that DNA is actually tied into universal truths and who we become and how we become is just fascinating. I never thought of it that way. Yes. Um, when we start to look at life, the environment in which uh, people are in, the environment which you work, it does make a difference. You know, to look at your purpose in life, that's the question. What is your purpose in life? You know, um, what is the message to get to know your past? Where are you now? Where do you want to be? These are the questions we have to start asking ourselves as we are undergoing changes. I mean, we are looking to change because in change, we have to start thinking about um, the future. Uh, mm -hmm. let, instead of letting future happen to you, which is Medicaid and a wheelchair, obesity, you know, these um, situations where you just can't do nothing but say, hey, you get old, it's expected, and you die. It's time well, to take the court. Take the bull by the take, horns, right? <laughs> you, you have to do that. You have to do that. Yeah. yeah. That because brings us to your fifth your point. Life, yeah. Okay? Your fifth point is vitality, that you're taking control of your vitality. Yeah. I mean, vitality is mind, body, people say soul, but let's look at the emotions. Emotions could be like a roller coaster and you'll ride yourself out of here. So your health is your wealth and your health shouldn't be played, on, played around like a roller coaster. So the more you put wear and tear, which is we call stress 
on your body, the more your heart and certain organs start to fail. And with those vital organs, when those vital organs um, become impaired and beyond repair, because um, your body is self-healing, it's self-healing, as long as you provide it the right, you know, foods, nutrition, minerals, things from the earth. Because today we have to be a little bit more particular in our food because uh, a lot of minerals and nutrients are not in the food as they were before because of everything that's being mass produced. So we have to start looking at um, our, 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 our body a lot more and our food a lot more. Start with our eyes, fingers, toes, nails. Those are indicators to reflect your organs. Um, your hands and your feet, they're like the control of the organs to release stress and any type of blockage you have. So sometimes you may want to, you know, try getting a deep tissue massage or a chiropractic adjustment to, um, you know, release any blockage there. But also depending on the type of work you do, especially if you feel burnt out daily, uh, you may need a maintenance plan. That's something to think about. You know, every, say, month uh, you have a routine um, going to the massage parlor or, um, you know, or a weekly uh, routine or a daily routine. It's what your body needs. You know, it's like a house or a car. You have to clean it every week, otherwise dust is going to accumulate. Or um, something in the toilet, you know, if you don't clean it, it's going to have smell. So same thing like brushing your teeth. There's a little bit more maintenance that we have to do than that. So your body needs mainly plan for vitality. And that's so important. Well, I I can see where this is all an important part of your philo- your basis, you know, your whole philosophy because you've studied to become an herbalist and you've been observing life for uh, you know the the its application to what you've seen in your personal experience. Yeah, I mean, I'm just yeah, I've just I didn't. There were so many things I didn't realize until you started talking. Um, the changes that take place as we live our life that actually changes our DNA. Uh, and I, I assume that means not just by what we eat or what we do, but also maybe by how we think. Sure. You know, um, life is, um, is yours. It's your choices how you feel, your emotions. It can take you up and down. How you feel, how you think is what you do. So as creators, we're con- when you're living by universal truth or you're just um, putting things out, well, you're like a, your heart is like the speaker. Your mouth is the, you know, I would say um, it's the microphone. So when you start to amplify your mic, you put that out into the universe. And the more you do that, um, and you set your fate, your your fate, your fate towards that, which means you don't deviate. You consistently do that until you know you've accomplished that. That's your fate. So when you are unshakable from that, universe respects that, and that's how you start to free yourself from whatever issues or burdens or whatever it is you, you know, want to overcome. You free yourself for, for loving self to become lighter in energy, having the opportunity to be a healer. And to carry out energy to heal and bless all, you know, um, this is a work that takes the conscious of raising your vibration for how you feel, for how you think, for how you ought to improve your life experience. So it's, you're walking lighter. You're not walking with a heavy heart. I heard um, there's a 
video that I heard that says, um, could you get to heaven with a heavy heart? And yeah, think about that. If the angels of light, they're carrying you, you know, would you transcend with a heavy heart? So just think about the emotions that let your heart feel heavy. I just like to ask a question. Did you know that you can change your molecular structure or transform your DNA by what you think and by what you're eating? So it's just fascinating. Did you know? I didn't know. I had well, I had heard of something called telomeres and that you can um that you you can take on new habits by um that do like it's help your telomeres grow new ends or elongate. But I didn't know that it could come from what you're thinking. Seriously did not know that. Yeah. What they call is um telomeres, part of junk DNA. And we just start start to look at um your every new creation or every new seed, you know, you have a parent and a child seed, and that child becomes a parent, and so on and so on. So every time that we're giving, like, we're we're procreating as creators, we're creating something new. Something new is emerging from what our thoughts. Thoughts come first, and then as you take action, you manifest it. So your fate, you're taking action to manifest it to become a reality. So something now that did not exist will exist later. Same thing with um, the creation of, say, your grandchild. You know, but the genetic code is passed down from grandfather. It, we have some new variations to it that consider some things that previous uh, ancestor didn't. So that creates the new DNA. Uh, chain or junk DNA or telomeres. So those things mm-hmm. and the telomeres are so important because um, the more stress you have, uh, you shorten your telomeres. So the more peace, the more love, the more uh, compassion, the more um, the higher uh, frequency, the higher vibrations in life you live. The less you become angry and bitter and stuff like that, the more you live. The, the, your life force is a prolonging of your life force. So that's the interesting about the interesting thing about um living a, a peaceful life and um not having um anxiety, anything to stress you out tremendously. Yeah. Well this is this is fascinating. I am I'm taking away from this that when you become lighter in energy, you have the opportunity to become a healer in more ways than we may realize. And that you carry the energy to heal and bless others moving forward from all over. Um, I, I mean, I think that's that's a noble goal to reach that point. It's very inspirational, Justice. It it makes me want to take a look at how I can continue to transform my life by making better choices that affect my physical health, my DNA my emotional, mental, and spiritual well-being. I, mean, it's, I thank you very much for sharing your insights with us. That's, it, it really, uh, I think it will, will touch many lives who have a chance to, to read it. Where are people able to get a copy of your book? Uh, it's available on Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and Author House. And do you have a website? Um, one will be coming out soon. 
and okay. as well as other books. So we should just keep looking for that next one when it's coming. Okay, that's very cool. Um, is there one last yes. thought that you'd like to share with everyone before we tune off? Well, I'm just going to say that the next new release, um, besides The Chosen Journey of Life, which is coming out soon, uh, The Heart Known by Experience, Utters Pages of Wisdom, and two more books are to follow. So one of songs and a creator's book. Those are the things that are um, in the works of being produced. So um, those are the things, um, you know, um, are coming your way. But as far as sharing something, I would say a great future awaits a creator for synergy of intelligent work where diligence is blessed and imparts a legacy. So that's the gift that keeps on giving. I love that. Well, thank you again, Justice. It has been a pleasure to share this time with you and to share your philosophy. Um, as we move on today, please be well, be safe, and be creative. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you very much for tuning in today. If you've been inspired by this show, leave a rating or review on iTunes and visit www.rainbowsoverrunes.com to receive a free chapter from Susan's book. On behalf of Susan Shireko, this has been Rebuilding Your Life, Moving from Disaster to Prosperity, Sharing the Journeys of Those Affected by Sudden and Great Loss and What They Did to Heal, Rebuild, and Where They Are Now. 